part. You judge the character and caliber of a man by where he stands in times of challenges and controversy. In other words, when the situation or the circumstance is not going to be what they think it can be, can they still show up and be just as driven and work just as hard? When we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do, I will say to him, you do that and uh, forget the money. Uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Footwork. I'm Dylan. And I'm Sean. And each week we're bringing stories and tips from around the globe as we dive into our journey abroad. Outline what it takes to follow our dream and hopefully yours, even if it's not soccer. So, Sean. Big Gates, man. How you doing? I haven't seen you in a bit. Yeah, it's been a while. It feels weird. We're not uh, stuck in a little tiny apartment together. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit different. I, got, I still got the same old setup in Brad's basement. Looks like you're uh, you know, hanging on we're, to Christmas as long as you can. Yeah, we're in Santa's workshop today. Yeah. I, like, really got, I like to change up the, the, the studio every time. It's good. It keeps them on their toes. Yeah. And we, have the, uh, that, we have the beach sometimes. Yeah, the beach sometimes. You have the uh, the niece's LED light room. Who's who's that dog scurrying in the background? That is Mia. So if you hear barking, which I would be, if she doesn't bark throughout this whole episode, she definitely deserves a nice treat. You know. Well, let's see what she when she barks. She she probably just disagrees with us. So let's see. Let's see um, when she does it. That is true. Yeah, we didn't Uh, we didn't anticipate this to be a guest episode, but here we go. Today we're we're back. We're on those. um, You know we've. We've taken a little break and kind of wanted to come back to some of these ideas. We had to get Wagsy on. You know, he did well, but we're back to some some of the roots of footwork. And today we're talking about, I think it's perfect, obviously, because of this whole year and this whole COVID year and mm-hmm. still how we're not out of it and still how it's so up in the air. But today is the uncertainty so it's it's completely everything's up in the air, right? So everything for this whole year has been so uncertain. Everyone's been dealing with the same, not the same exact things, but very similar things in in their different realms. And and yeah, we really want to touch on how you can go about it, how you can improve, how you can, you know, handle these day to day circumstances where everything is, you know, not necessarily in your control. But yeah, the uncertainty. We're back. What do you have to say, Sean? Yeah. I think this is a topic that I almost feel uh, we got the guests coming along here for here and nails. <laughs> hard, hard to concentrate with the, the scurrying. I could see it in your eyes. You were like, wait, what is today's um, episode? So, yeah. So this is kind of like the foundation of when we started the podcast back in March. Mm. That was the beginning of this incredibly uncertain time with, with the, the lockdown happening. Um, something kind of, our generation or the world hasn't seen for a really long time. Um, and we almost started the podcast because of it and due to it. Um, I think it gave us a, we, I think it gave us a push. It gave us a push. It gave us a push. Right. We had right. talked we about had, it before had this idea. was even an idea, but 
Right. Back when you were living in a closet. Back um, when we were living in a closet. But you finally yeah. came out. So congrats. And then um wow. <laughs> Tony, Tony would be proud. No Jeff. comment. <laughs> and Tony is is our roommate, former roommate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're throwing our guys' names too. Everyone's gonna get the wrong idea, but hey, um, 2020. Yeah, and I, I think I think we we've we've touched on this. It seems like every episode we come back to this, but I think it's a really important point: is to control the controllables, and you can take control of every situation possible by you know we talk about extreme ownership, um, but regardless of whatever situation is happening around you, there's always things that you can control. Yeah. Right. And there's, you have 100% responsibility over. Um, yeah. So for example, you know, the simplest one is as soon as the lockdown happened, we said, okay, you know, let's order a kettlebell. Let's start doing work. We'll work in the morning. We'll teach the English. We're going to work mm-hmm. out. You know, by the time we're done with the things that we have to get done every day, it's like four or five o'clock. Right. So we've, we've earned the day, no matter, regardless of what's happening outside and you can't go outside with more than one person and so on. We still got it in. And it's almost we were more productive during that time than beforehand. So you I would think, think we were. It would take you a step back, but actually, I think we went a, a step forward. Well, I think it's a it's a kind of like I mean, there's many critical moments, and for us having this dream and having this this foundation of what it takes to kind of reach that dream, it was like when that shit hit the fan. And it was like, oh, season's canceled or season's postponed at the time. We didn't know if it was canceled. Added to the uncertainty, though. But it was like season suspended. You can't go outside. There's a giant disease that's haunting all of mankind. What are you going to do? And, you know, I I, I don't want to, to come off as like, I don't know the word, but, you know, like look at us and don't. You know, because everyone could have approached this differently. And mm-hmm. it's not to say that you're inherently wrong if you chose a different way. But when you look at what we did in that moment specifically, it was like, okay, overdrive. Because everything hit the fan and everything was uncertain and it, it, it sucked. But it was like, what can we control right now? We can control our strength. We may have lost some during these first months because... Ultimately, when you're when you're training um, soccer specifically, you're doing a lot of running. You you, you may be losing a bit of muscle, mm-hmm. um, especially you know, I mean, really everywhere in your entire body. Some some you may some some gain, but overall, you're really losing in that. So that was like one of the first things was like, okay, let's build up some muscle. We got the kettlebell. Let's um, think of what workouts we can do and expand and really challenge ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then. It was like, holy shit, we have a lot of time, you know, because you do a workout. You, you can't I mean, you can't work out for five hours. No. So for us, we work like what? Four or five, six hours a day, depending on the day. And then it was like. You know, we have so much time now you can sit there in that time and you can you can kind of feel sorry for yourself mm. or like blame it on other things like, oh, you know, this happened, this happened, this happened. But it's those, it's like flight or flight, fight or flight. Yeah, I said that right. Yeah. So in those, I mean, obviously that this wasn't, you know, inherently life or death this moment, but all these little moments kind of add up and it's like, 
when your back's pushed against the wall, you know, you can choose two different ways. You can, you can, you can fight, you know, get a kettlebell, start working out, push yourselves, learn new things, you know, all of these things that a lot of people did during the pandemic and still do during the pandemic. Or, you know, you can kind of sit there, blame it on it and, you know, hope for the best. Right. And, and, shy, and, and shy away from it. And shy away from it. And I'm not, I'm not here to judge if you did that because, you know, we all handle these things differently. Mm-hmm. But for us, I know that that was impossible because, you know, if we did that, then it, it's kind of just, every, it goes against what we believe in. Yeah. And, and to piggyback off that, we've been doing this for years now. I mean, year like even it was while we were in college too. It was always you got to train to get ready for the upcoming season, or like there was never uh, okay, we're done now. Now we can do nothing. Mm. There was never that was never the mindset. So it just it was so natural that okay, we have a lot more time than we normally would have. Yeah, exactly. We don't have to to spend eight hours on a train every day. So let's do something productive. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the meantime, with the lockdowns and the virus, whatever happens, the season, it's, we cannot control that at all. It's totally out of control, yeah. but there's yeah. things that we can do. We can learn, we can improve on, like he said, when you play a season, basically your body's breaking down all season long. You're doing everything you can to slow that process, but it's inevitable when you're running mm-hmm. that much and training mm-hmm. that much, your muscles and your body is just going to deteriorate slowly. Um, but there's things you can do to slow it down. And then when you have the opportunity where you stop, you totally stop training, you can then build it back up, getting ready for the next time the season starts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and, and kind of what you said about the fight or flight mode, what Inky Johnson spoke about, you know, how we started this podcast off is like, you can judge a character of someone when things aren't going well, right. When it's not mm-hmm. going as planned. I mean, I've said it before, you know, um, can you do what you said you would do long after the mood you had said it and has left? Right. Yeah. Like when you're all pumped up and inspired, it's very easy to put in the work. Any, anyone can do the work. Anyone can do that. But when you when, get discouraged, when it's going things, well, anyone can do that. Right. But when you get discouraged and things aren't going as the way you planned, are you still going to be consistent with that? Are you still going to do the things that you should do and you know you should do, mm. but you're going to make all the excuses in your head of why you don't need to do it because yeah, so-and-so, you know, screwed you on this. They, this, this wound up failing. This guy, yep. you know, lied to you. You can make a thousand reasons and not to do it, but that's a mm. bad, that's, that's a losing mentality. You're going to be, you're going to lose. Oh, hundred percent. And I think even to, to, to come back to Inky Johnson, it's that, it's that same idea where the person, a person is really judged when things are not going right. Like when right. things are not going right, is this person going to scratch and claw and, you know, and fight and, you know, bring the people around him up and, you know, be a leader um, and all these things, or are they going to sit back, blame it on other things, not take extreme ownership and, you know, inherently kind of see themselves dwindle and lose, you know, really it's opportunity because if you look at this, one of the amazing blessings that came out of this pandemic, of this whole thing, was time. It's almost as that time kind of froze and was like, look, nothing is going on in the world. So what can, like, 
you do to be a better you. And this was tough because not everyone looked at it that way because, you know, isolation can, can do, a, you know, numerous things to, to different people. Now we were lucky enough that, you know, we lived together and could do a lot of these things together and kind of piggyback off of each other, learning new things and stuff like this um, really ties into having a good inner circle though, at the end of the day. Sure. And, you know, those environment things that we talked about changing the people around you when the things are going badly, you want that group of people that make you better and challenge you and, you know, can give you that tough love sometimes. You know, we were challenging each other when one of us was feeling lazy. The other one was like, no, we'll get this done and then we'll be lazy because it's all about that discipline equals freedom and earning, Mm -hmm. you know, the night. Like a lot of the times it was funny because we would do a lot of stuff during the day. We would teach, then we go do like a monster workout and then we'd come back and we'd be like, all right, we are in some Call of Duty today. And then we would play Call of Duty because like, yeah, obviously Call of Duty is not a great allocation of our time when you you know, compare it to some things that we could be sure. improving ourselves, but look at all we just did right. beforehand. But, but out of all that discipline hours, equals that freedom. Exactly. Now right. it equals that freedom to go do whatever you want right. and not feel bad about it because right. you shouldn't, you know? Right. And the mind is, we're all allowed active. those things. Sure. And what you're just talking about the inner circle. Um, I feel like it's an important point. I don't know if this is even a, a, a real word or a category of people, but like people well, I make that up are, words and phrases here all the time. So people that, people that are solution oriented or problem oriented, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. There's events. There's an event is always going to happen. Right. And then you have always. two types of people, the people that dwell on the problem and complain about the problem and bitch about the problem and make up every reason why this is such a big deal. Or you have the people that see an event for what it is and their first instinct is, okay, how are we going to fix this? How are we going to solve this? Yeah. Issue? Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's never complaining about the problem because if you're going to complain about it, that's, it's, it's once again, it's a losing mentality. It is a losing mentality. And it's, I think that's a really good point because it's so hard to be solution oriented. It's so easy to sit back on Twitter and, type something that you don't agree with and your heart may be in the right place. That's all well and good. But the best is to, is to propose something, a change, uh, a new direction, um, a new way of looking at something, even if it's not right, at least it's, it's creating that thinking instead of just pointing out the problem and then stepping back into the bushes. You know, that Homer meme where he like just fades back (laughs) into the bushes like that's kind of what like social media is to me sometimes. It's just a lot of people identifying the problem, which is good. I think mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes maybe it's just kind of like, yeah, we already see this. But Identify then like what, what problem? Or you're just talking about like But it could be in anything in general. I don't want to get into like I mean, yeah, in my head, I, I I thought of something political. There's no reason to get into that. But it's yeah. like here's a problem. I think we should do this. I think that's so much better. And especially like, like we, to bring it back to during this pandemic, you're not always going to have a main solution. Like there's not always going to be this, like, you know, Jimmy Neutron brain blast. And it's like, here we go. You like that throwback. I know you do do like that, (laughs) but like, at least, I mean, one of the things like I wrote down in my notes before this was how important like the building blocks are. 
So instead of like, you know, all the chips fall down, we're in a pandemic, there's nothing to do. Obviously, there's not many like full on solutions. But what you can do is propose building blocks that Mm. can help you become a better person, better athlete, better at your job, better at preparing yourself for the next opportunity. You know, you know what I mean? Like to give to give an example um, that relates actually to to your inner circle and then being solution oriented. um, We'll come back to him again. One of the guys who helped get this off the ground because he came up with the the bio and the name Noah Daly shouts out to Noah um, head of journalism. I think. Yeah. Titles are fluid in info. <laughs> titles, titles are very fluid. Shout out to head of mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll come back to that. Cause I want to talk about head of mustaches later. Um, yeah. But like, you know, both of us were very fitness oriented as um, Sean knows. And he's, we, we used to do, and we still actually do sometimes we would do like FaceTime zoom workouts because mm-hmm. you know, you can't be with more than one person. So let's add some people into this workout reg- regime and then they push us. Now, sometimes when I don't want to work out, you know, and Sean and I w- weren't living together, or Sean was hurt, whatever it was, you know, I get a FaceTime call from him and it was like, wake your ass up. We're getting to work. And it didn't solve the whole thing, but it's like laying more building blocks so that when mm-hmm. the opportunities come again, like I'm ready. That's the, I think yeah. that's the, the uh, such a huge thing. Like that Inky Johnson thing that you brought up is just, I think is just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also every, every time you are like a way you can look at problems, put that in quotation marks or like hurdles that you have to overcome. Mm-hmm. When, when you do overcome that, you're just becoming a stronger person, a stronger person to deal with whatever events come up in the future. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, it all comes back to the mindset of how you see an event. I don't even mm-hmm. want to call it a problem because it's just an event that maybe was an, an unexpected event. Right. We can go into Inky Johnson again. He has something he spoke about um, to change expectations for to appreciation. Right. So appreciate everything with a level of gratitude. You don't, I don't have to do this. I get to do this. Right. We don't have to play professional soccer. We get to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. And so look, the season taken away, we can't train. Well, I, I appreciate the what, fact that what we do I still have, but what do I still have? And what if I, what have I extracted from this whole thing? Say that mm. we can never play again. What have I extracted from this journey over the past, whatever, four years or a whole lifetime of playing the sport? right footwork podcast that's what we extracted work ethic dedication mindset i can take Mm -hmm. those things and put them into any other field and be successful using them Mm. so say you know my goal was to play in the english premier league and i never make it there right but i take all the things that i did to try and get there like i just said work ethic mindset dedication and then apply that to any other field is it really a loss because i didn't get to where i I expected to get to right versus mm-hmm. look at all these things that I've extracted from get from trying to get to this point and I can take this into any other field and now I have a step up on everyone because this is this is this is ties perfectly into making sure that you have the correct direction and not being so specifically goal oriented right right because all those things that you said like look what you extracted work ethic mindset um 
whatever comes next for us. People ask us this all the time. You know, it's like, what's next after soccer? And we both don't really know, but we know all these things that we've learned from these experiences are really just tailoring us to be, you know, or try to be the best in whatever we do next. Because it's the same thing. It's the building blocks and it's the process. Our process is to be, to do, it's really just to be the best we can at whatever we do. Exactly. Right. And there's so much out of our control that we know in this game that Mm -hmm. really the most important thing is just become the best player you can possibly be. Network helps a lot too. And then after that, there's, I mean, it's so out of your control that if it doesn't happen, that it is what it is. We've done the best we can do, right? And the longest process, what's more important? What you acquire, who you become, Mm. you know? Does it, does it, does this little medal that you got for winning a cup game, is that more important than the person over the past 26 years that you've become trying to get to this point? And I like this. So this is like, it's like eliminating the outcome and eliminating rewards because the process is so much more important and what, yeah. I mean, it's, it's in any realm. That's really like the truth of it is any realm. Exactly is like with with all of these things <laughs> could you hear that my dad that. outside just sneezed that would have been really funny oh well gesundheit give me off for a second <laughs> he knows german he'll understand he does know a little bit of german actually yeah my dad like random story my dad like backpacked through germany and just picked up like odd jobs dishwashing and learned german and like yeah it's like what and like sometimes we like we still like like since I've gone to Germany now we'll 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 say a little things to each other. Obviously, it's very it's einfach Deutsch. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, easy oh, German. Ah. easy German. This is what the guys on the team tell me to do. They say speak easy German until yeah. like you can. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I can't remember where I was going with that point. Because well, we're talking about we're talking about the, the, the talking about. Talking about the, like focusing on the process. What you got there? Protein shake. Wow, we look got at you. We Spicy. got um, ice cubes, water, um, bananas, yogurt, protein powder, peanut butter, chia seeds. Nice. I think that's it. Dedication. Um, Dedication. It's, it's this, funny. It's funny. Ahead, I'm going to stay at this point. Someone asked because, you know, now that I'm here, uh, I've met so many people. Most, I mean, mostly adults, uh, like older people, the parents' age. And I've gotten asked a few times, like, because of my injury with my foot, um, and it seemed to, you know, not be healing. But uh, today is the second day that I've run on it, feel completely fine. So that's some good news, but take it day by day. But, you know, they asked, what if, you know, what if your foot is not good? Like, what are you going to do? Like, what, what, what are you going to do next if you can't play soccer anymore? And, after saying like, that's not going to happen, it's going to be better, but it's like, I'm not, that's not what I'm thinking about right now because mm-hmm. I know that I'm 1000% dedicated to, to being the best player I can be. And whatever I want to do next, there's first off, there's endless opportunities. I can't tell you the field or the job that I'm going to do. That's, that's not what, how I think, but I know whatever it is that I'm going to go into, I'm going to be very successful in it. Just because this, what we just talked talked about, I'm going to extract everything outside, lessons, of, outside yeah. of the 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 soccer things. I'm going to take every mm-hmm. extract everything outside of that, 
and bring it into the next job, next field that I do. I think all of these soccer lessons, you know, can go really hand in hand, you know, sometimes we may be reaching, but like, you know, especially with trials and then getting a job, like to me, it's yeah. kind of the same exact thing. Same it's thing. like the same exact lessons. And then yeah. it's just applying them. This is, it's funny because like, when you said that, I was like, I bet Sean has never even thought about like, what if this foot injury is the end? Because there's no way that he thinks that that's a possibility one. And like, it's kind of those things like with, with uncertainty in general is like, it's like until the fat lady sings, you know what I mean? Like until it's completely over, that's when, okay, I'll take my foot out. But having one foot in and one foot out is like, I think it's so detrimental in any, in anything it's that you always going to hold you back. Yeah. It's always going to hold you back. Let's sit on injuries for a second though, because like, this is, I mean, how long have you been out for? I mean, luckily it's been a blessing that the season has been um, postponed in your, in your eyes, but like, yeah. So but like, how so long have you been? In fact, so, so today we're recording this on December 30th, uh, January 4th. That'll be four months. It's a long time. Four months. And here's the thing though. And uh, we've touched on this, but what makes it, I think, even harder and more uncertain is that you haven't really been 100% diagnosed still. Yeah, which is insane. And which is, I mean, which is and, and, insane. And a, and a quick update. I saw another uh, podiatrist here, so like a foot specialist. How many doctors have you seen at all? Sorry, I, I need to like, people need to grasp like how crazy this experience has been. So I, I've seen uh, one, two, three, five, five different doctors. <laughs> Ten. Five Dude, different doctors. I mean, and, and two American, and three German, four and, Germans, and, so six. Essentially, every single one has been a little different than the other. At They've least all had some a have been slightly different, different opinions, but some have been. Yes. So I mean, for me, like you know, the body is my temple is how I kind of look at it. But I've, I'm also just really interested in this stuff, just mm. like maximizing your your physical potential. On, and this on is, hand. I mean, this is something that I can. Sorry to interrupt you again, but just a, I think is a great point that ties to us is that. Your interest in this is very good for soccer, but it can be very good for something outside of soccer when you're done. So yes, like, exactly. like, think of all this information that you're gaining right. that people probably, you know, like went to college for, and you could be getting the same amount of information. Yeah, man, I, I have, I've always, and this isn't say I want to do this job, but like, I've always been interested in like doctors or massage therapists that are specialized, you know? Like when you have, for example, you have an injury and no doctor's t giving you the right answer, you go to this person and they magically fix it. Mm. You know, like that, that's always been fascinating to me. Like I know a guy who does specializes in ART, which is like, it's called active release therapy. It's like a massaging, but you're like, you're, you're flexing the muscle while he massages it. And he's basically manipulating scar tissue. And I know countless people that have had muscle injuries back problems just for years and they go to him and after a few appointments it's it's fixed and it's like that kind of thinking where you know it's you're not it's, it's hard to learn by a book this some of this stuff yeah like it is important to know the anatomy and you, you need to know all the muscles and the bones and the joints and all that and have a foundation but then it's like you got to take a step further another another crazy thing so 
there's some uh, a lady here, one of my parents' friends. She had really bad arthritis in her fingers. Some guy here uh, has like bees, like a bee colony, whatever. He make, they make honey and stuff. He apparently bee venom. If you sting arthritis, it fixes it. She has no more arthritis in her hands. He stung the finger with arthritis, right? So talk about this is this is way out there, conventional medicine. Fingers are completely yeah, this is, fine. This is then yeah, I okay. just read a magazine when I when I was back in New York, and did your dad sneeze again? Because I'm tight. No, I think he. So <laughs> no, but I can see my dog topic, out the window. But, but so I read a magazine, and they were talking about how the same thing, bee venom, has cured breast cancer in people. So like this is just like just saying there's so many different types of things that I think are like you can always learn about it. And for Dude, me, that is fascinating. It's fascinating. For me, the best part about being injured is that I learn so much more about whatever area it is I'm injured in than I ever knew beforehand. Because it doesn't matter. Why would I want to learn about my thumb if my thumb works completely fine? When I break my thumb and I'm having complications with it, I'm going to learn everything about my hand and thumb. Right. Dude, that's that is like, I mean, what a what a great way to turn a negative into a positive. I can't I can't imagine many people can look at this the same way and say, I have an injury. Okay, this is an opportunity to learn about this part of the body. You know, but think about it, like look when you hurt your ankle at Mindorf or whatever. uh, I did do a ton of research on it. I've exactly same exact thing. And then when people do my teammates hurt have an issue and hurt themselves sometimes I know a lot about it or I've had a similar injury. Yeah. Like I remember teammates, I had a hamstring issue in freshman year of college, same type of thing, played through it the whole season, went into spring, still bothering me. This is six months go by, seven months go by. They'll go into the sophomore year. This is like a year has gone by. No doctor. I've been at saw a million doctors. No one fixes it. How do I fix it? Because I just started training legs with heavyweight and it's completely gone. So when I hear people, Oh, I have this pinch and like right under my like, ass cheek top of the hamstring like where the insert point is i have this yeah, pain yeah, yeah. up in there you know it won't go away i stretch it i stretch it i stretch it so you your muscles are weak you need to train you need to you know strengthen your glutes strengthen your hamstring strengthen your legs within weeks they're better and if you went to a doctor they would never tell you this right now so this is a lot the type of, of stuff a lot of it gets like, lost this is the type of stuff that i'm fascinated with and like so tell me, that led so- me into doing hot yoga mm. you know and that didn't that helped it because of flexibility problems. But then that led me into a whole nother field of like heat training, which then mm. here we have, I built a sauna. Mm-hmm. You no, know, you can draw a line from anything. And it always started Everything. with, with an event, a problem, yeah. you could say. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Now I think, you know, your, your FIFA card, I, I don't know if it would say injury prone, but you've definitely had your injuries. Now, I mean, just the level of uncertainty that goes in with it. Like, can you encapsulate that and kind of, give us just like, how do you create this mindset mm-hmm. to, to help your injury? And then to kind of look at it, you know, look at the silver lining. Like, how do you do that? Rephrase that question. So how, how do I yeah, go? Ahead. Like when you get, when you get hurt, it's mm-hmm. so hard for people to, to, you know, stop, look around and look at the silver lining and create this positive mind state. Now, how do you do it? Because you've mm-hmm. been injured quite a few times. Mm-hmm. So like, what, is it just something that you just kind of, you know, I've just always been in you or sometimes you struggle with it and you can find mm-hmm. ways to kind of, you know, 
trick yourself back into it? Like, what is, what is that process like for you? Is it, or is it just always I, easy? No, it's just I, always easy for no, Sean. It, it's Denver. not, it's not easy, but that's what I, honestly, I think what drives me a lot. Like I, I, I really enjoy it. Like it gives me a lot of drive is solving problems, solving mm. a, like an event happens and finding a solution and then like solving the issue, whatever it is, this could be in any, any field, just in, in life in general and sports. I mean, in sports, it's kind of like life, but sped up a thousand times fast. You know, you have an issue on the field. You have to figure it out on the fly while everything is happening around you. Like I, I enjoy that. Right. That's, that's one part in soccer. Then you could talk about, you know, something happens to someone, how are we going to, how are we going to help this person get through it? How are we going to fix it? I really, that's what I really enjoy. Injury, the same thing. Oh, I just, you know, tore the ligament in my ankle. Preseason, I mean, this is going into senior year. Hurt my foot really bad, my ankle really bad going into senior year of college in 2015. We have eight weeks until preseason. How am I going to be ready for preseason? And then just do everything possible to get ready for then. And did I miss a single training in senior year? No. Was my ankle ready? I don't think so, but make it work. I mean, like a funny story with me and head of mustaches, like problem solving. We both, we both are very similar in, the, in this aspect. We, this was like probably five weeks after I hurt my ankle. So my ankle is not really good enough to run, but good enough to bike. So we decide let's bike to work. So we're going to ride 20 miles to work on a bike to, to lifeguarding 10 miles in one of my tires is done. Bikes, oh, bikes, no man. good. So what do we do? We both have a rucksack on with all of our stuff for the day. So we say, okay, let's toss the bike. We'll hide it in the woods. We'll pick it up later. We're going to do for the next 10 miles. One person's going to be on the bike with a, a backpack on his front and his back. The other person's going to run, run as fast as you can. So we'll run one mile as fast as you can. You can rest on the bike. And then for the next 10 miles and we get to work. Mm. It's just like immediately not don't cry and complain about the problem. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We only have one bike. Someone has to come pick us up. No, figure out a solution and do it. Like attack, attack, attack the problem, find the solution and make it happen. And sure, my ankle wasn't quite ready for it, but it was good. And we made it. I would say calling a taxi is also like, you know, problem solving or Uber, but like there's levels to this. There's levels levels to this. this. Exactly. Yeah. There's levels to this. But that's just one. That's just one very, it was very funny. Like, but I think to work, but I think important lessons that we can take is that you know, whatever your, um, your opinion is on it, there's many, many different things that we can take from military um, environments. Mm-hmm. This like discipline equals freedom is a huge one. Like extreme ownership is a huge one. It, it, it all ties into leadership. And another thing is like, you know, those little things that they do that keep you kind of structured and grounded. Like when you wake up, first thing you do is, is why you make your bed. Uh-huh. You know, like these little things is like ways to attack the day and they all become little missions, really. They're all like little check marks throughout the day. I found this like huge for me when I was, there's been a few times like where I get done with one contract and then I have to, um, you know, kind of just 
not sit there. I'm obviously doing all these things that I can, but it's a lot of waiting. It's a lot of waiting for calls back. It's a lot of like seeing what's going to happen next. And in these times, you know, I wasn't really working because I was like, I could only be home for maybe a month, you know, and I have to go. So I have to be ready. So I'm training, you know, I'm dipping into the savings a little bit, whatever it is. And so those little, like each day I had to create like, a checklist really like a lot of times I wrote it down and it was like, I have to get these things done. And then, you know, my free time is my free time Uh because like the whole day, and I'm sure a lot of people felt this way during quarantine was like, there's so much time. There's so much time to do. And, and it can go quickly if you just sit there on your phone. But like one thing that really worked for me was making a checklist and being like, okay, I got to get this done. Got to get this done. And it could start with something as simple as making your bed. You know, you make your bed and then you go over to a checklist and you check that off. That's very like that can set a standard for a day. And then it can be like discipline equals freedom. Earn Mm -hmm. your afternoon, earn your night to do whatever you want. You know, Mm -hmm. it's I think there's many there's many things that we can take from from, um, you know, military culture Mm -hmm. and kind of building yourself up to be mentally strong. I think that's a huge one. Definitely. I mean, that'd be great. Well, eventually we'll get Head of Mustaches on here and and talk about his experience and some of his friends. um... Wait, who is Head of Mustaches? We haven't disclosed that. Only if you're on the newsletter. newsletter. Head of Mustaches is uh, Nick Vimberg. He's got quite the mustache beard thing going on, handlebar. Things immaculate. It is immaculate. That'd be great if I had that. inside. We'll get him on, though. I do think we we should draw some parallels between... Um, things that we've learned and how it really is because obviously like this is just taking fractions of it and i think that can be quite um obviously it's so intense and so grueling but the things that you can take from it and the books that we read all the time are Mm -hmm. like you see like a lot of these ex-navy seal guys gets are so big right now like so popular jocko David um, david goggins like you know you got to take things from these guys. I'm not saying like, you know, worship and follow every single move because they're quite intense. Like right. the things that David Goggins does, I'm telling you, I'm never going to not train and then show up for a hundred miler and, you know, break your myself. feet that, and break <laughs> my feet and piss myself. That's just, it's something that is not going to be done. But a lot of the things and a lot of videos he he does, and I know it's someone that we really kind of looked up to during quarantine to like take it up a step. Right. Take it up a notch. And you know, you were just talking about the correlation between like military and a lot of the discipline stuff. But like, you know, I don't know. We'll have to ask how to mustache is more about it. But like, you know, when you're when you're like the new guy or like an indox, or when you're like at, at King's Point where he went, when you're a freshman basically all year you have a lot of strict rules you have to go by no, what, like, was, what, what were those two words that you said did you say in indoxed yeah in indoctrination is like when you're getting it's like a, i think it's the first few months bef- while you're there it's like very very strict rules like and what is king's point for people who don't know so king's point merchant marine academy is one of the five military academies in in the states Perfect. um but like you know the classic one you've seen in movies is like you know, you have to make your bed perfect. And then the, the, they come in and then they flip your bed apart <laughs> they're like, and they say, it wasn't, wrong. they say it was wrong. And then you're stuck with, you can do two things. You can get you can pissed. Bitch. 
mm-hmm. bitch at, at the, whoever it was that did it, the cadre, whatever it is. Or you can kind of laugh to yourself and say, okay, I got to do it better. And you do it again. Right? I think that's a huge thing is being that, able to laugh like at your situation. A funny thing that you've, you've always seen in the movies, but like that's mm-hmm. the foundation of it all. It's like it can always be better, number one. And sometimes even if it's perfect, like it's just not going to go the way you expected it. I mean, it's, it's really testing your adaptiveness is like right. is really the main lesson of it. Right. And it's something so trivial. And obviously, like when you're there and you're not getting much sleep and guys are yelling in your face, it's like they're trying to see what kind of person you'll be when your back's, you know, pushed up against the wall. Right, right. It's, I mean, it's, it's very, it's, it's trivial. It's like you said, it, but it it's funny. Like, like, obviously, I, I do remember some stories, but like, we'll have to get him on to tell it. But like, when he was at in the position of being like the one yelling at the, at the plebs, the fret, like young, the young new students, mm-hmm. like he says, it's like you don't, you just find something and to make them crack, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you can, like, you'll have to turn around sometimes because you're laughing to yourself like whatever you said or whatever they did and like, but then you got to come back and, and serious. And you, what you're kind of testing is like, can you be emotionally stable? Like handle your emotions. Don't get so flustered and think, be able to still think straight and get the job done, whatever it is, whether it's like the way you have to walk, the way you have to hold the, the flag, whatever it is. It's like, there's so many little things, but what they're t- doing is like attention to detail. Dude, right, imagine I just came in like during quarantine to your room and just flipped your bed every morning. It was like, this fucking sucks. Change it. <laughs> Sean would have moved out much quicker. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, we got you got the, the current tenant in there. He was, he's a former military guy. Oh, yeah. He's have we talked about that? How I have we, well, we talked about him, but have we talked about how I'm a landlord in Germany. No, it's, have, we, could, we could dive into that a little. I have one no, minute. I have no power in this country, but somehow I turned into a, a landlord, and now I'm subletting apartments and stuff. I'm making you're, zero you're money. You're subletting but like, your own apartment and two rooms in an apartment with two tenants. I'm really, I'm really working my way up and doing zero work, just the beginning work. But this actually, this actually jogged my memory. Is that the phrase? Jogged my memory? Uh, yeah, I think it is. I just think I butcher we'll phrases and sayings all the I think, time. I think Mia wants a guest appearance. Oh, please do. This isn't our first dog appearance. Oh, damn. What a cutie. Uh, she's yawning. She's bored. All right. Sorry. All right. We'll get We're back into it. Right. Sorry. The episode's getting a little dry. Sorry. And these dogs are harsh critics. Let me tell you. Where's Wrigley I at? Uh, I don't know. She's probably sleeping somewhere. Next time. Lazy. Um, this jogged my memory, though, and it's it's... I think like during these, just to bring it back to quarantine again and the pandemic, during these situations, like you have to do what's in your power. We touched on this. It's like you have to try and do everything that's in your power to get better or make the best of the days. I really, I think it's get better. I think that should be the motto for everyone is how can I get better? And it's, it's like, especially when we first got into the pandemic, we just kind of saw like, there's a ceiling to this, but I think it's important to be able to try and push that ceiling a little bit. It's like your power limit, you know, like you can figure out ways that you can get around this. So for us, it was like, there's a, there's a limit to how much we can do and how much, you know, how productive we can be to take advantage of these things. And 
I'm not saying just drown yourself in productivity. Obviously, I think, you know, you have to be, there's a balance to this whole, sure. but, uh-huh. but times when we weren't working or, you know, we had finished a workout instead of just sitting there, it's like, can we find ways, at least can we try? And then mm-hmm. we might fail. Like I took like three online classes about things like Spanish and, yeah. and like, you were um, a Harvard, Harvard student, weren't you? Yeah, I was a Harvard yeah, student. There was Harvard. a mental, actually that was, there was oh, yeah, a mental, mental wellness, wellness class. And I didn't finish it, but like I still took things from it and it, you know, it helped me attack days in different ways that I didn't think was like within my power. Like I never thought I'd go to Harvard, but look at me now, you know, (laughs) taking a mental awareness class. But it's things like that, just stretching that power limit every day, especially during times that are uncertain and your back's against the wall and, and kind of, you can kind of see like, what person am I going to be? Yeah. And obviously, like, there's tons of relapses that happen in this where Sean will take down two dozen cookies or, you know, no Dylan problem. will. What? No problem. <laughs> no problem. No problem. We attack it against tomorrow. Two dozen, but a dozen. A dozen? dozen a donuts. dozen donuts? We take it. You just, you know, you yeah. put that to the side and you take it on again tomorrow. Exactly. Sometimes you got to give the body something to handle, you know? Like, Sometimes you do, yeah. Oh, you're you just gotta test the, it. Like, can you handle this right now? Lettuce and carrots. Here's here's a Man, here's some processed here's some processed sugar and American style cookies. I love yeah. how they put that in Germany. Yeah, American, American style. style. One no, one more thing. Everything else. <laughs> What'd you say? These cookies are a lot sweeter than everything else. That's basically what they're saying. Because yeah. just have a we have a you know reputation of just being sweet and obese. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, one more thing before we go, I want to, to tackle was just like, for us, I don't know if you've ever been on more than a one-year contract. No. I've only been on one-year contracts. So this is a job security that we have never really had. Mm-hmm. So it's one year and you could be gone. I mean, teams could cancel your contract really at any second. Mm-hmm. So... You know, that's, it, it is something that you only have so much control over and it's something that you kind of have to accept is like, I'm going to do everything I can to stay at this club, um, either earn an, another contract or do enough where someone better than this team will recognize me. And that always comes back to the building blocks, the building blocks, trusting the process and controlling what you can control. And, you know, taking each day, day by day as a new mission. It's a series of missions that you can, you can make yourself better or you can rest on your laurels, blame other things. And, you know, if that's the way for you, we won't judge you, but just know that that's not for us. Losing pitfall. That's not for us. Not at all. It's not what we do here at Footwork. It's not what Mina does in the background either. Mia, get it right. Mia. Did I say Mina? Mina is, uh, (laughs) that's our youngest footwork ambassador right oh yeah. yeah yeah mina yeah yeah yeah. yeah. people have no idea what we're talking about <laughs> we have we have ambassadors in, in preschool She's, we do we, we started in passing us in preschool footwork is a culture we start them young yeah she just walks by a little kid slaps him in the back this footwork, footwork sticker, sticker. yo hit us we have i actually came back to like three sheets of stickers so hit us up again um if you need stickers Please yeah. give us to your More email. Our newsletter is, newsletter is popping and people have been 
returning some some good feedback on that. Oh, so love that. And the don't, uh, the don't miss out. Merch is in the work. We have an merch is in the work. Yeah, we're struggling with that, but we're we good there. We got a nice there. merch here. It says uh, "Happy Pumpkin Spice Latte Season." Oh yeah, that's a footwork mug, definitely. Um, and lastly, thank you to Wags who lost to us and is a degenerate, responsible gambler. Hmm. Um, he said in the first payments on a our first sponsor post. Hopefully, yeah, we can reach which some will new be people out by the time this episode comes out. Oh, yeah. it will. Yeah. Because we're gonna drop it New Year's so, Day, so. so that 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 sponsored post that you're seeing on Instagram, but just you know, send Wags a message and say thank. Send you. Wags a message and say thank you. Thank you. If everyone being. could flood Wags's DMs or his Twitter handle, I think it's Superkeeper33. Just just send him a message. <laughs> send, yeah, I mean, I've tagged him so many times. Just uh, send a message and just say thank you, Wags. Thank you. Yeah, don't even give any any details. Just just thanks. If you could do it just in another thanks. language, that's cool too. I mean, the guy yeah. knows a lot about the Turkish league. Send it in Turkish, whatever that Send is. Send it in Turkish. It's just crazy to me. That's all I have for today, Sean. You got anything else for the people? Uh, that's all I have. Um, yeah, merge, plugging and passing it. Keep plugging and passing it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some competitors. You know, they're starting to run their mouth a little bit. Aristocrat <laughs> Soccer Podcast. We'll give them a plug. You know, they need the help. And uh, no, I don't think yeah. they need our help, man. They they put out they put out more episodes than than Joe Rogan. So honestly, they're they're credit to them. I, I, to I them. couldn't do it, but credit to them. I think their 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 uh, quantity rate is it, could, it can't be beat. Really, I mean, I think they're doing three a day. I can't beat it. I can't. I, beat I it. can't. Can't. I feel like I just feel like I just feel like they wake up at like two a.m. and then they just do a podcast. Record. And then they go back to sleep and then like do a podcast. I mean, hey, talk about discipline equals freedom, that's, man. Those guys are that's putting right. it out. Let's to a higher standard. We're out here putting one up every we'll six do, weeks. We'll have to collab. <laughs> we'll have to collab with them. Though. That would be a really funny episode. We'll, we'll have to collab. We'll have to collab. Well, shouts out to them. Keep plugging and passing. Give us your email and we'll spam you with some fresh newsletter shit. And uh, um, eventually merch. Eventually merch and um, yeah, things are uncertain. We have factory shutdowns right now. It's the problem. Yeah, this is the problem. I mean, we're going to, we're going to start, you know, we have to take it upon ourselves though, extreme ownership and we just have to stitch it ourselves. So look out for for merch on the way and everyone enjoy 2021. Big things to come. Big things to come. This is the first episode of 2021. Look at that. Wow. Right. Yeah, it is. Footwork. Big, big year coming up. Big year, doing big things. Big things. So until next time. Keep moving forward. Keep learning. And make your own path. Peace. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way.